Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Show, where we explore all things productivity, well-being, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Y'all have heard me talk about the power of body doubling, right? That is why I am so pumped for our new sponsor, Flow Club. It's an online co-working club that is great for folks with ADHD who need that extra boost of accountability to get through their to-do list. When you join a Flow Club session, you kick off sharing your goal with a small group, and then for the next 50 minutes, you all work on the task you committed to, and then you reconvene and share what you were able to accomplish. These sessions are awesome when you're overwhelmed because it breaks a big task list into manageable mini goals, and it puts structure in place to hold you accountable. I love that these sessions are so flexible. You can find one any time of day, no matter where you are, and you can either schedule your sessions or join into something that's already in progress. So as a sponsor of the show, Flow Club is offering you guys one free week trial. So click the link in the show notes to start your trial now. And if you love it, you'll get an extra 15% off your membership when you use the code ADHD friendly. So on that note, let's get back to the show. All right, guys, today's video is a long time coming. As an ADHD coach, I work with adults who really struggle to follow through on what it is they really want. So much so that they're willing to spend their hard-earned money with me with a hope and expectation that I might be able to help them get where they want to go. So in today's video, I want to break down the mystery behind actually getting what you want. And I recognize that I am speaking predominantly to an ADHD audience that has a lot of struggles getting started and following through. But the reality is that getting what you want, especially for ADHDers, has more to do with what you choose to go after and why than the actual process and the how, if you will. So that's what I'm gonna break down in today's video. And if you're new here, my name is Karen McGill and I'm an ADHD coach for the busy, ambitious brains who wanna get schnizzle done, but tend to choose the wrong thing to go after. Let's get into it. Now, the best way for me to break this down for you is to use an illustration from my own past, because believe me, my past is riddled with all kinds of <laughs> mistakes and learning lessons. So you're gonna benefit from that today. Well, let's go back to 2017, when I was so miserable. My husband and I had just bought a house the year before in Silicon Valley. And I gotta tell you, the mortgage was crippling, which is par for the course when you buy a house in Silicon Valley. Now, I was making good money at the time because I was working in tech, but I hated what I was doing. I had always hated what I was doing, not just because the work itself was boring and monotonous, but I hated the whole routine of forcing myself to get out of bed at a certain time, trying to figure out what to wear, putting on clothes that weren't really comfortable or reflected who I was, driving an hour to get to work, driving an hour to get home, and just dealing with peopling all day long. It was overstimulating, it was not what I wanted, but I forced myself to do this for years because I'm a Gen Xer and our generation was told to just suck it up, buttercup. And the other reason was that I was a first-generation Canadian, I was raised by immigrants, and the whole idea of just having having a steady job was the goal. Liking your job was not even part of the conversation. You were just supposed to be happy that you had a job and be grateful that somebody's willing to pay you and go on with your miserable self until you were ready to retire. So that was the mode that I was in in 2017. And it was slowly killing me on the inside. I know you guys can relate to that and I'm not even really joking. I'm quite sure had I stayed on that path, I would not be a healthy person today. I'm quite sure of that. Now, I tried a variety of different ways to get out of the career path that I was in. 
I had all kinds of side hustles. I started all kinds of businesses. I had been blogging for 10 years and that was just not getting any traction. And I was just on that treadmill of going to work, earning a paycheck, paying off my mortgage and on and on until one fateful day, I think it was in November and I was getting into my car after a day of work and I was getting ready for the long drive home in Silicon Valley traffic. I was getting my podcast teed up for the drive. And I remember looking at a Tim Ferriss podcast and it was an interview with Mr. Money Mustache. And I thought, I, I have no idea who this is. And I almost didn't listen to that podcast that day, but I did. And it changed the trajectory of my life. I've talked about this story before, but that podcast between Tim Ferriss and Mr. Money Mustache opened me up to a possibility that changed the course of my life. And that is not an understatement because I would not be here on this channel talking to you if I did not listen to that podcast. Now, I know you're leading in going, well, tell me more about this transformational podcast that you listen to. But here's the thing, it was transformational for me. It might not be that for you. And that is the entire point of this video. But essentially in that podcast, Tim Ferriss interviewed Mr. Money Mustache, who is a lexicon for the FIRE movement. If you've never heard of the FIRE movement, it stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. And I will say from the get-go, that this whole idea is steeped in a lot of privilege, right? I don't think everyone can achieve this, but the message in that podcast gave me so much hope and a new perspective on life that whether or not it was available to me, I knew that I had to go in that direction because it met my highest value of freedom and flexibility. Time freedom for me and having the ability to wake up and do whatever I want to do or I'm compelled to do in a day is the highest value that I can possibly think of. It has nothing to do with owning fancy things or doing fancy things, but to me, it is the highest version of luxury to be able to spend my time doing the things that I want to do because my attention is not always in my control. Also, my energy fluctuates a lot. So when I was in a nine to five job, whether I was having a low energy day or a high energy day, I had to get my butt to work. But that idea of having freedom and flexibility and sovereignty over my time that I could choose what it was I was gonna do in a day was so compelling to me that it changed every decision I made from that day forward. Now the narrative behind the fire movement is really aligned to this topic we're talking about around getting what it is you truly want. Because to become financially independent so that you can retire early, you have got to ruthlessly get rid of, take away, say no to all of the things that don't really move the dial in terms of your overall happiness and well-being, so that you can take your limited resources and apply them to what truly does move the dial for you. It has nothing to do with deprivation or being cheap and stingy. It has everything to do with being thoughtful about the things that you bring into your life and whether or not they add value or just take up precious room and space. And I'm not just talking about things that cost money, things that cost energy, things that cost attention, things that cost emotional turmoil that we just don't need. When you get into a headspace of ruthlessly going through everything in your life and realizing how much you have that you either don't use or don't like, or that you even forgot you owned, it is amazing and eye-opening how much our energy, attention, and resources 
are squandered, particularly here in North America, where we live in a very consumer-centric culture. Now, I'm not saying consumerism is all bad. I like buying stuff as much as the next person. But when you start to look at everything through the lens of, is this going to improve my life? Is it gonna spark joy? And is the juice worth the squeeze? You start to realize that not a lot of things are. And that's the first point I really wanna underscore in terms of this idea of getting what you truly want. It is really important that what you're going after is something that you want and not just something that looks interesting in the moment. So how do you actually decipher those things? Well, the reason I knew I wanted to go all in on the fire movement was because it aligned to my highest value. So if you don't know what your values are, then that is where you want to start. It is so important to know what's most important to you so that you can invest in those areas and waste less time, money, and resources on the things that are less important. So values are super important. And I will link below three of my favorite assessments, totally free, but it's going to help you get really clear on what's most important to you. And once you know that, you can ask yourself, are the things that I'm going after in my life, are the things that I say I want aligning to those values and needs? Because if they're not, I can assure you, you probably won't follow through with it. Because if it's not that important to you, you're not gonna have the staying power to push through even when your attention is going in other places and you're tired and you're out of energy and you're struggling with executive function. When all of those things start to work against you, if you don't really, really want what you're going after, you are going to poop out. And then you're gonna berate yourself and I don't want you to do that. So number one, Know what's most important to you. Take a needs and values assessment, mine or any of the other free ones on the interwebs, and get clear on what's most important to you. And then look at your current goals and ask yourself, do they align to what is most important? Now, once you have gone through that process and you are clear on what's most important to you and you know that whatever you're going after, whatever you truly want is aligned to your values, the next question I have for you is, what are you willing to do in order to get what you want? Now, coming back to this idea of fire, when I was driving home that night and my head was just popping off because I was insanely invested in this concept that I had only just heard, from the first point that it got into my brain, it impacted every choice I made going forward. Now, I will admit in true ADHD style, I went all in and over the top to the point where my husband was like, whoa, I am not on board with this. So I had to ease up a little bit, but I will tell you that it changed my perspective on buying things to the point where I was able to embrace minimalism because I wanted to, rather than feeling like I had to restrict my spending or put myself on a budget. Everything that I was going after were things that I was willing to do because I was so aligned with that desire. So all of these little decisions I was now making, even though a lot of them were hard to do, were propelled by the fact that I wanted this outcome so badly. Because if I could get to the point of fire, then I had met my highest need and value in this life. And I just figured it would be smooth sailing from that point forward, right? So think about it in terms of what you're truly going after, what is it that you are willing to do? And another example I will bring up from a lot of my clients that come to me wanting to start businesses or do similar things to what I'm doing, but the thing that holds them back the most is putting themselves out there. And I understand that, you know, between rejection, sensitive dysphoria and perfectionism and overthinking things and procrastination, 
All of these things make it really hard to show up on camera. But the reason I do it is because I love doing this. Sure, I get the odd snarky comment here and there, but I just block it, move on with my life. But for a lot of other folks that I've worked with, that feeling of getting over that hump is so extreme that they never get started. And the reality is that if your fear of showing up and being seen and being judged is greater than your desire to start a business, then it's never gonna happen, right? So coming back to this first question of what is it that you truly want? And if you really, really want a business and if you really, really want to be seen, then you've got to be willing to show up and push past these fears. And let me tell you, once you do push back that specific fear of being seen and being judged, you realize that nobody's really paying attention because nobody really cares about you anyways. So you can be as horrible as you need to be because nobody's looking. So you might be wondering, did I actually achieve fire? And the short answer is yes, but the long answer is a lot more complicated. In the short run, yes, I could have retired early, but not until I had adopted minimalism, made a ton of lifestyle changes, really looked at what I was spending on and just rearranged my life. Also selling our home in Silicon Valley and moving to Austin, Texas, where we have a much more affordable cost of living. Those were all of the things that I, or we, I should say, this is also my husband's journey, although it was never his goal to retire early. He was willing to move here so that we could both have a lot more freedom and flexibility. So in moving here, I was able to dial my corporate work back to part-time. And of course that then enabled me to start building the business I have today. And I should point out that it was never my intention to retire early. It was always my intention to be financially independent so that I had enough money that I always had freedom and autonomy over my decisions and my schedule. So it was a journey to get here to say the least. And I did give up a lot, but I have zero regrets for doing it. And I would do it all over again tomorrow if I had to. Now contrast that with the goal I set at the top of this year. If you've been around for a minute, then you know, I set a goal to create six figures or more in passive revenue in my business. And that's separate from my one-on-one -on -one coaching practice. Now, the reason I wanted to focus on passive revenue is that obviously one-on-one -on -one coaching requires me to show up for appointments and be online at a certain time. So it's not aligned with my highest value of freedom and flexibility. So I really wanna move in this direction of having a more asynchronous business. And I thought six figures is a great goal for me to focus on for 2023. And guess what? We are midway through October at this point and I am nowhere near that, nowhere near that. And here's the interesting thing about that goal. Even though I'm not gonna hit it, it's not like that would have been out of the realm of possibility for me to actually achieve the goal. The kicker is that there were things that I was willing to do to achieve the goal and there were things I wasn't willing to do in order to achieve that goal. But the things that I was willing to do was not going to enable me to get to what I want in the timeline I had committed to. Now that doesn't mean that I'm letting go of what I want, I still want that. I want that and more, but I know I have to do it in a way that aligns with my values and honors the ebb and flow of my energy and that I'm just frankly able to keep up with because I know myself. If I push myself too hard, I will burn out and flake out. That will be the end of this channel and everything that I'm doing here. And I share that reflection to illustrate the following point. Not only do you have to know exactly what you want and why, 
You have to know what you're willing to do to get there and what you're not willing to do to get there, which means you can still get what you want, but you may not get it in the timeline that you want it in, or the journey may look a little bit different than you would expect it to. And that is a-okay. Because as long as you keep going in the direction that you want to go and the destination is realistic, you will absolutely get there at some point. So the biggest learning lesson I took from that whole fire experience is that knowing what you want and why you want it is really important, but you also have to be super clear on what you're willing to do to get it and what you're not willing to do to get it. And that brings me to my final point about going after what it is you want in life, which I think is a beautiful thing. But I think it's also equally important to remember that when you get whatever it is you want, it's not gonna stop the wanting. From the time that you were born, you have wanted things from a bottle and a diaper change to the things that you desire today. Job, spouse, house, early retirement, any of these things that you think you've always wanted, I bet you've achieved at least 50% of them. And yet, here you are watching a video on how to get what you want. The thing is, we are so fast to move right past that goalpost to the next thing that we rarely pause to say, I did that thing. And now I'm gonna take a minute to actually savor that I've achieved something before I set my sights on the next thing. And trust me, I'm as guilty about doing that as the next person. So for me, what I found super helpful with that is Number one, having a gratitude practice, whether it's a formal gratitude practice or just when you're meditating or praying or whatever it is that you like to do to connect to yourself, to remind yourself of all of the great things that you have. The other thing that I do is a weekly review. Every week I plan my week and every week at the end of that week, I review to see how things went. What did I accomplish? What did I not accomplish? What was hard? What was not hard? If you have ADHD, you have got to have some sort of an intentional planning system where you are actually planning out what it is you want to accomplish and then tracking towards that so that you can take those moments when you achieve what it is you set out to do and savor it and ask yourself, wow, I'm here now. Was the juice actually worth the squeeze? In those moments where you take the time to actually reflect on the things that you've achieved, you realize what is most important and what's not most important. So coming full circle, wanting things, having desires, it's not a bad thing. That is our compass. It shows us what our North Star is and what we truly wanna go after. But every time we achieve what it is we want, whether it's big or small, it's so important to pause and look back at what we did to get there, congratulate ourselves, reflect on the fact that we are capable of following through on things, and then taking some time to actually evaluate was everything that I did to get here worth it? So that's what I've got for you today in terms of going after what you truly want. If you want a roadmap for this, then I highly recommend checking out Vision Action, which is my Notion template, which will not only guide you through that process of understanding what's most important to you, but it'll help you align it to your energy and then create systems to get that stuff done. So I will also link that below. And thank you guys so much for being here and listening to this channel. You truly mean the world to me. So on that note, I will see you in the next video. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.